Hey, welcome to the El Burdo Festival podcast powered by Afikta Podcast. My name is Mikey Mehenna. I'm the host of today's conversation. Wow, what a conversation we have in store for you today. It is with the one and only Minister of Culture and Youth in the United Arab Emirates, Her Excellency Noura al Kaabi. This conversation is about the minister's work, the work of the ministry itself, the history of the festival, and I can't wait for you to have a listen. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and I hope to see you at the festival soon. Welcome, Your Excellency. Um, thank you so much for joining the podcast. It is a real pleasure to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, and thank you for having me. So I guess the best place to start is, in your mind, what is the way that you would describe the purpose of the festival to a teenager? If there was a teenager that you sort of came across and said, I saw the logo, what is Al Burda Festival? So the reason we have Al Burda Festival is, I mean, one of the main reasons is how can we explain uh, the art and the culture of Islam to, to our youth um, and to a teenager or to our international audience. Um, and it simply is a festival where we celebrate um, arts, culture, music, food, and Islam, how Islam is a way of living. Um, and it's not just religion, uh, but it's as well, um, you know, an, a very important chapter in many colorful chapters um, that we, we celebrate in Alberta Festival. So um, I welcome everyone to, uh, to get to know uh, Islam in a total different perspective, uh, a perspective of celebration and pride. You know, within Africa, we think a, a lot about um, cultivating curiosity and not necessarily celebrating uh, the culture of the Arab world or sort of promoting it outward, but really trying to promote it inwards and say, if you're interested in being a part of this uh, culture, ahlo sahala, everyone is welcome. Um, but it takes a little bit of work. You have to roll up your sleeves. So I'm curious about sort of the ministry's team um, that has been working on uh, Al Burda for, for years now. I'm curious how the, the team's sort of internal understanding of Islam has changed over the years. Well, I think um, let's let's start uh, with with the, I mean, with the inception of this, not festival, but but an award. It started with an award, uh, Mickey. It started with an award that was established in two thousand and four, um, which is uh, under the support and or patronage of His Highness Sheikh Abdullah bin Zayed, uh, our foreign minister. Of course. Um, he used to be the minister also of uh, of media and, and culture, uh, and from there uh, there was a need of of let's say spreading more of an awareness or celebrating the Islamic art in calligraphy, in poetry, uh, in classic poetry, in uh, modern poetry and ornamentation. Uh, so those categories were more of, uh, let's say, of a, of a way to sustain uh, such um, a craft or, a, or, a, or an art. And for the past 14 years, there was a culmination of beautiful artwork and poetry of winners from various uh, countries. Um, that celebrates Islam as a culture and art. 
um, and and you know, and the best thing out of it is, of course, uh, having it as an award, but owning a beautiful collection of artwork and calligraphy that the ministry um, showcases during the Porta Festival. Now, your question is 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 why are we celebrating this festival? And the celebration also came with how can we mark the date that celebrates the prophet birth with music? You will um, surprisingly get some group of people against celebrating the prophet birth. And it's never a moment. Yeah, there is a moment of silence when you respect the death of someone. But there is the moment of celebrating that someone. And why are we celebrating the Prophet Muhammad is because of everything he called for or everything that any prophet called for in terms of the values of tolerance, coexistence, doing you know, your good deeds. Yeah. Your, you know, I, I think we're all similar when it comes to each prophet. You know, it's just the timing difference and, and the different kind of a, a way of passing the message through. So, and especially in, our, in, in Islam, I mean, this is a religion that till today, there is this huge misperception. And, you know, we, we're not here to talk about the misperception. We're here to talk about how can I shed a light or uh, undim the room uh, and, and showcase, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a beautiful kind of a, a, um, aspect of, of Islam. So, so celebrating the Prophet birth with the award was an idea. And uh, in the UAE, we have a, a beautiful tradition, a folklore tradition. We call it Al-Malid Al-Imarati. Um, we are Al-Mulid, uh, where, where they call it in certain other uh, countries. So you have a, a group of men who, who uh, sit in parallel facing one another in a semi-triangular form. And they start chanting and singing poetry, uh, using drums. Um, in a beautiful Sufism way of, of, uh, of, uh, of expressing love and admiration to the Prophet. Um, and, 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 and that is a tradition that was uh, supported since the days of our founding father. He used to go to those homes and he used to support uh, the Malad group. Uh, until today, they're supported because... It's, it's part of your intangible heritage that you need to also to preserve and, and sustain. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm no, no. About, the, about more of the past of why are we doing this? Because yeah. there, was, there was a reason, there's still a reason, but you evolve. And today yeah. we're 2021 and, 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 and the first version of El Burda Festival was in 2018. And that was the moment where we said, yeah, but who knows about the Burda Award? Why don't we uh, amplify what we're doing? And yeah. that when the internal team and us decided, let's do a festival. Let's look at partners, institutions, uh, universities. Mm -hmm. who will talk about uh, religion, um, uh, Islam, in a more of a way that... Um, uh, showcase its its uh, its way of living through again through the what I've mentioned through the architecture talks through food talks through fashion 
through calligraphy, through modern typography and calligraphy, yeah. through an endowment, an endowment uh, with modern artists, uh, uh, sorry, contemporary artists, uh, such as um, an installation or a photography or whatever it is, because this is when you're engaging audience that are outside of the group of audience who are very much skilled in typography or calligraphy. Uh, and therefore you widen, you widen yeah. the, 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 the conversation to a, to a bigger group. And I will, I still remember our first version because we're, we're having our second version soon. But I remember our first version when we checked the ratio of participation from institutions or experts about Islamic culture, they were mostly non-Arabic speakers. Interesting. And that, yeah, and that for us was a was a aha moment of why did we always put Islam in a in a corner in one corner, or yeah. or what what are we missing here, uh, and how can we um, you know uh, take the conversation to the next level? So if Think about the, the the planning stages of the festival this year. So just to summarize a little bit of um, what you talked about, there are these three sort of legs of the table for Al Burda. There's the award, there's the festival, and there's the endowment. In many ways, they're all propping up the mission and, and uh, the vision of the festival. Um, if you think about sort of the, the evolution of the festival as an idea, um, this year's theme is liminal, um, the festival. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what that means, um, it's the state that's sort of in transition. It, and it's to suggest that there is some boundary and threshold that's being crossed. From, from your perspective, why is that an appropriate theme for the festival and for the broader work of Al Burda, uh, especially at the sort of crossroads that the UAE sends with Expo 2020? this does feel like a uh, almost a sort of a transitional year. And so I'm curious why you think that is uh, appropriate. I think it's, um, I mean, I mean and maybe I misread it entirely. <laughs> I know, you, you described it perfectly. Uh, uh, I mean, well, it's, 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 uh, and, and the reason why, you know, we chose the liminal kind of a, a theme is, is because, I mean, we are, I, I believe in, in a time where it's, 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 a, it's a huge transition. Um, and we did put the pandemic into the context, uh, Mickey. We did look at the pandemic as a context. And we put um, not only the pandemic, but what this country is going through with, I mean, currently I'm speaking to you in Expo 2020. Uh, we are in 2021, but uh, uh, it's a, um, you know, it is, again, it's an, it's, a, it's an event that is welcoming the world um, in such times. And in a few days, uh, Mickey, we're celebrating the country's jubilee. I think we're, we're this, this kind of momentum of trans, transition from one place to another. Currently, you know, three Abrahamic family houses are being built in Abu Dhabi and Sadiat Island. Uh, the mosque, the church, and the synagogue. So... For me, as even in my hometown in Budabi and and building a building such beautiful three homes by Sir David Ajay and, and one of them is a synagogue is, is something that I've never imagined that will happen. I think there are there are many 
reasons why we we want to show that it's it's really important to hit the reset button and transition and transition to have conversation conversations that might be easy or conversations that might be difficult but never stop those conversations and those inspired talks you know we might disagree in many things and we might agree in many things but we mostly disagree if there's an element of let's say more of a and an unfortunate political discussion okay yeah. uh, but what what connects us is 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 culture what connects us is um you know islam as a as a, as a religion that from its inception it's a it's a religion that welcomed all religion from you know the days of his the prophet muhammad from um you know the let's say the the lessons that came out of of his his even his personal life everything embodies um being open to everyone no matter where you come from uh, but what happened it started diminishing day by day um it darkened in recent history with uh, extremists who are uh, who called themselves uh, building a fake khalifat um and that by itself it it, it really stained our religion in a horrible way um and for us to uh, i'm not going to say defend our religion but defend our humanity the purpose or the purpose of such religion or any religion mm-hmm. uh, yet raise the level of values and ethics more than anything else um so i'll give you an example so yeah back then uh when i was you know we were growing up so we we yeah we we celebrate the prophet's birth by by a day off in the uae okay but yeah. what you, but what do you do in the day off do you uh do you i mean what would you do would you would you read the quran or would you just read uh or watch i don't know an islamic kind of a, a seminar or whatever it is or yeah it's okay to do that but why wouldn't you um know about a beautiful andalusian building and the architecture yeah. uh, and the inspiration of that architecture to jewelry and the inspiration of that jewelry to fashion and why was certain kind of food really important in, in such era or whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, what kind of calligraphy that what that is used to write the quran or how was it covered i mean those nuances that makes a religion beautiful um and not beautiful relevant to who is muslim and non muslim um, yeah. and i think sorry for the long answer but i no. think this is what we're trying to transit to i mean that's the transitional kind of a form of all the contexts that i mentioned the challenges and in terms of what's next because we need to evolve and we need to to always revive the conversation it shouldn't it shouldn't plateau you know it should yeah. always, it should always be engaging and 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 um and addressing different type of audience at the same time how do you guys think about um success i mean um there's a lot of work a lot of planning that goes into something like uh this festival it is jam packed with programming it is a overwhelmingly rich festival there are a lot of um very noble and lofty goals that we're talking about right now how do you sort of think about if if we did a if we did a good job 
Well, definitely on the three days is, is, is checking the level of engagement from our audience, whether they're within the within the festival or outside of the festival. Um, and from that engagement, what comes out of it? Um, will it, you know, we, we will, will we have, um, I don't know, students or institutions or partnerships that will, you know, we, we, that will help us to build on the program. So we're building on it, you know, or we're building on it, on it in a way um, uh, that, uh, that is not just uh, during the festival, but outside the festival. So, uh, I mean, last year, I mean, no, sorry, uh, two years before uh, is how, uh, for example, there was, an, there was a music festival in New York Arts uh, Center and this is where we wanted to partner of getting, uh, 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 you know, uh, musicians uh, that are very much specialized in, in, in Islamic uh, uh, or, or a way of celebrating Islam and their music. Uh, uh, or let's say for, with the endowment, how it goes from one place to another. So we had our virtual exhibition of the endowment last year. So it's continuing the, the layering up of, of, of Il Burda's events, performances and, and topics and, 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 and making sure that they're, they're like a beautiful tree that grows uh, and blossoms. And, and, and I think for me personally is, you know, when you, know when you go to, a, I don't know if this is the right example, but you know, you go to a museum and, and you look at certain I don't know, uh, artifacts or beautiful, colorful, uh, uh, huge uh, statuses. And so, oh, those are the glorious days of X, Y, and Z. This is the glory days of, I don't know. I think this is where Al-Burda should be how we celebrate the glory of Islam. It's the and, glory. And, and the glory is, the idea is that the, to understand that there is so much um, potential ahead of us. Right. There, there is a there is a growth element. There's an optimism to the programming that's very obvious that it's at once, you know, interested in looking at Andalusian architecture, but also interested in at thinking about who are the great architects um, celebrating Islam in the, in the next century to come, um, who are the great uh, calligraphers in the next century, who are the great musicians of the next century as well. With that in mind, it's impossible. Uh, to go to the UAE in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 without feeling a palpable discussion, a societal discussion about the next 50 years. Um, it is a very forward-looking um, society right now, thinking and imagining and um, projecting forward. Um, I'm curious from, from your perspective, Your Excellency, how does Al Burda sort of, um, the festival as well as the entire organization represent that positioning for the UAE going forward as sort of being a, a global center, not necessarily only a regional center or a local center, but a global center um, for arts and culture, specifically um, the arts and culture of Islam. I mean, with, with us, as you mentioned, uh, you know, celebrating the Jubilee soon is, is looking at the values that we believe in as, a, as, a, as in the UAE since inception. So um, it's a country that opened its, opened its arm to the world from day one with the founding fathers looking at experts from different parts of the world to help them either from an urban planning to infrastructure to factories to hospitals teachers uh, politicians everything i mean you're talking about i mean the 19 i mean 
you count the number of schools in 1971 in Abu Dhabi itself, I mean, just, just few schools, and you're talking about the inception of the country. So that requires individuals who are welcomed in the country and, again, the founder, father, making sure that they consider the UAE home. It's not a transaction relationship. It's, a, it's an existential relationship. It's a relationship that, you know, we rely on you because you're supporting us. And it's, it's not where the clients or whatsoever, you know, the language that we use those days. Uh, so, so from that fundamental kind of a start of a, of, a, of a nation comes the people who come from different backgrounds, from different ethnicities, from different religions. Um, and how that was, you know, being built in a way that is protected in a policy. Uh, against hatred and, and discrimination, uh, a policy. And, you know, and yeah, in the beginning, like um, more than four years ago, I guess, we were criticized with such law. But, but today, I think if you don't have a law that protects anyone, and especially in this virtual hall of uh, fame or a virtual hall of shame, you know, uh, and and if you're <laughs> and if you're not at least protecting or at least living even this, I mean, applying a protection even in this virtual space, then you know we're we're missing the point here. And I think this is where we wanted to include something that connects with the UAE identity, which is the religion Islam. It's part of my identity, Nikki. Yeah. Um, not as a pra- practice, not as practicing Islam, but as the country where it is and where, uh, where we, you know, where, you know, we're certain of, uh, of, of what defines us as Emiratis, being an Arab, being uh, Emiratis, being a Muslim. But now is, 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 you know, we were at a point now where, no, you're being an Emirati or even non-Emirati, but if you consider the UAE home, and you embody such values, then we want this to be your home. Um, and I think yeah. I think we couldn't. It's not right not to. If you, if you know you, if you have a torch, and uh, a part of your identity is misrepresented in other places um, or misjudged due to the actions of other people, and I do have the torch in my pocket. I think it's going to be not. It's it's unfair not to shed or, you know, shed some light and, and show the beauty of it. And, and, um, and it will be never because of a religion. It will be always due to the action of individuals who chose um, blocking uh, ideas, uh, extremism, certain ideology, uh, a certain way of justifying the ends of a, of a bad action. Um, and I think this is where we're trying to, uh, in, in the UAE, to, uh, you know, to, to practice coexistence the same way we did it since day one. Do you expect that most of the, the uh, guests at the festival will um, be Emiratis? No, I mean, the festival, it's, uh, I mean, the guests, uh, I mean, the guests will be definitely multinationals. Um, I mean, from from speakers, from audience, uh, and Mickey in my classroom in third grade. I was in a class where <laughs> we were only five Emiratis. So, uh, so, so, 
I mean, I, I, I was, you know, I was speaking till fourth grade in an Egyptian dialect because my, my best friend was Egyptian. So, no, this country is always about multinational. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, um, sorry, there's a down in, in the background. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's apropos given our discussion. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm curious about the... Um, the different parts of the award, because oftentimes people think festival, okay, great, it's just a festival. But the award is, uh, has been a, at the, since the inception of Al Burdo, and it remains a, a big part of it. Is there any way to shed a little light on how the awardees are chosen, the different, um, the, the different parts of it, and what that award really is supposed to represent? Sure. So the awards are, I mean, as mentioned, there are, we have three, four categories of the word. Yeah. One is the one is calligraphy. So, uh, of course, the beauty of calligraphy is is really uh, an art that is um, not necessarily being perfected by uh, individuals who speak Arabic frequently. You have certain nations that are. Uh, that are instilling such talent in such a young age, uh, whether it's in countries like Turkey and Iraq, uh, Iran, uh, Egypt, um, I mean, Sudan, you, you, have, you have certain kind of a, um, a path that uh, is, is, is kind of a, uh, instilled in, in such a young age. Um, and, and, you know, that, that by itself is, is, is as well, you know, uh, not focusing on the, more of the art side than the language side. Uh, so calligraphy is a, is a big portion. Uh, secondly is classic poetry and modern poetry. Both poetries, Mickey is the theme is uh, in love to the prophet, uh, you know, a, a, a love letter or a love poem to the prophet. And the fourth is ornamentation where it's, um, you know, the beauty, miniature uh, of uh, beautiful designs, the similar ones you see maybe in the cover of a, of a Quran or in a, uh, inside the Quran, but, uh, you know, by, by, by hundred, it's just, it's just condensed and beautiful. And as well, there is some calligraphy in it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to showcase those four categories, uh, or the two categories, let's say, uh, that we can display the calligraphy and the ornamentation to our guests when they visit the festival. And I can't wait to announce the winner. So you asked, how do we uh, decide? Was, you know, we have a we have great judging panels in, in all categories in poetry and calligraphy and ornamentation, um, and they come from uh, from a very Strong and solid background based on uh, based on the category. And um, going forward in the days running up, I mean, we're only a few days away from the uh, the festival. Are there any specific events or guest speakers that that you, Your Excellency, have sort of marked on your calendar of like, oh, I, I can't wait <laughs> for this one. I mean, I'm, I'm happy about everyone, but um, I'm I'm excited about learning at this event or um, or having people learn uh, or hear from this person 
um, at the at the festival. Any any people that uh, the listeners should mark on their calendar as like mm, they're all going to be great, but this one I'm I'm particularly excited about. Well, um, I urge everyone to just keep an eye on our social media account, Alberta or website alberta.ae. Uh, we have a great list of speakers uh, coming up. Um, and for me personally, I can't wait for the performances. We're having also performances that are really fun. I wish I can uh, tell you, but you know, that the team are going to kill me because you know, we're, we're in the process of just finalizing everything. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, the award itself, the ceremony itself. Uh, so please watch the space. And I assure you, uh, if you're able to visit, please register. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an Expo 2020. Um, you're going to be able to connect and meet many people and be enlightened with, with many stories that I hope to inspire you. Uh, and if not, uh, watch us on this virtual screen. Great. Um, so this is my last question. You know, our relationship with the Ministry of Health and Youth has always been a really positive one. Um, Africa is, is all about connecting people um, from across borders to celebrate their, um, their shared interests and in understanding the region's histories and cultures. Um, Expo 2020 is all about bringing people in a single space to learn about each other. Um, and so I'm very curious about how you think the fact that uh, Alberta Festival is at Expo 2020 this year will sort of shape in a almost unrepeatable way the the effect and the nature of the festival and for those those listeners who haven't been to expo 2020 paint a little bit of a picture what they should be able to expect um, and why that relationship is so um, exciting well the first thing we hear is expo 2020 is about connecting minds connecting people and i think this is this is the heart and core of what we do at the ministry of culture and what you do at al fikra you know how we connect people and you connect minds um so that by itself is a is, is a you know is a very strong reason to choose expo um it's a historic event in in my lifetime as you as as an emirati to uh, to have an expo in, this, in the country um and uh, for our audience if you want to know what expo is is a you'll be in a city you will uh, you'll feel that you visited a city you just have 192 countries in the city, um, beautiful spaces. Um, uh, and the breeze is so good right now, Mickey. The weather is getting better. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Excellent, excellent food, great food, great coffee. Um, I mean, you know, just getting into those pavilions that are, again, uh, all about conversations about the future. Uh, is, is, is as well uh, mind kind of uh, uh, you know stimulates your your mind and and and, uh, and 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 makes the event just fit in perfectly with Expo 2020. Can I ask you one last question? Of course. Okay. Um, and just to leave it on a slightly more personal note, for those listeners who are unable to see the screen, you have a smile from ear to ear. Um, when you when you talk about the pride that you have, right? Your pride is palpable. Your excitement is palpable. And and specifically, you said that you're proud as an Emirati. I'm curious if you think back to that third grader in that classroom with her uh, Egyptian Egyptian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, if you think back to that third grader who became a, uh, became a 12 year old, who became a teenager, um, you think back to those days, what do you think that that young girl before she became a minister, what do you think she would have said and sort of thought about what's happening now? Well, that uh, it was a dream and we're now living the dream, living the dream with, um, with our people, the people that are Emiratis or consider the UAE home. And as we call them in the UAE pavilion, the dreamers who do. So each one of us is a dreamer who do. And yeah, back then it would have been a dream, a beautiful dream, a beautiful dream. Thanks so much. Uh, Your Excellency, thank you so much for all of your work. It's been an inspiration to me for quite some time. I've told you that many times. I'll continue to tell you that. This is the first episode of our podcast with the Alburda Festival. We are featuring many uh, other guests who will be at the festival on the podcast. We're excited about it. And I'll be there as well. I'm moderating one of the panels. Um, So we encourage everyone to check it out. Um, Do you have any parting wisdom or words for the listeners? Uh, Well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just say that, um, you know, uh, 2021 will, uh, will wrap up soon. We're still uh, living a pandemic, uh, but we're reliving it differently. And I think it's the way we should uh, rethink of how we act with one another, how we talk with one another, and how it's really important that we never, never, ever take anything for granted because, um, you know, you just don't know. Uh, We didn't plan. I mean, we plan everything, but we never planned the pandemic. And now we're, you know, we're we're watching the news. We're looking at, yeah, there's a new uh, variation with, 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 with COVID. And if you want to protect others and you protect yourself, you know, we never questioned when we were vaccinated when we were young in school. You know, we they just throw us and they vaccinate us and they, you know, we fill this card with vaccination and we never ask where what where is it made, what does it contain, whatever it is. And today we're even questioning science. So not, let's let's uh, let's be humble and let's stick to our values and let's yeah. read it and connect with one another and uh, never take anything for granted. Perfect, perfect parting words. Uh, Your Excellency, thank you so much for making the time. This was a real thrill for us. And I'm so excited to be a part of the festival in a very small way, but I'm excited to be here with you. Same here. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you at the festival. For more information, go to burda.ae. That is B-U-R-D-A dot A-E. The festival runs from December 19th to the 21st at the Dubai Exhibition Center as part of Expo 2020 Dubai. The festival is organized by the Ministry of Culture and Youth, UAE, and this podcast is powered by Africa Podcasts. Take care.